Good afternoon and welcome back. This is Restoration of Women's Virtues Live and I'm Chesley. This is Pastor Mary Jean Pigeon. <laughs> we're so glad you're with us. Once Amen. again, we're just excited to dive in uh, to the Word of God. We've been talking about some, just some really powerful things. We've talked about um, the women's power of influence. We've been talking about God being our physician and His Word being medicine to our flesh. We've talked about uh, just the power in His Word and how we release that power um, by our tongue. There's life and death in the power of the tongue or in the hand Amen. of the tongue. So here's our, our, our Bible being our sword and just how to use that and how to be confident in that. And so we're just excited you're here, excited that you are also excited about the <laughs> Word of God. And we just, uh, we're gonna, Get into it, and Pastor Mary Jean, where do you want to pick up? Well, I uh, I want to pick up on Hebrews eleven three because um, just just briefly um, that that scripture says, by faith we understand that the worlds during the successive ages were framed, fashioned, put in order, and equipped for their intended purpose by a word of God, so that what we see was not made out of things which are visible. A word of God, a rhema, a revelatory word of God. Mm -hmm. And it just quickened me and reminded me of what got me started. And I even brought you one, Miss Chesley. Thank you. These, these little thought conditioners from Norman Vincent Peale many years ago, uh, my mother-in-law gave this to me. And uh, there was just a few scriptures in there. And I, I remember laying across the bed, um, reading those scriptures. And when I read... Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. And then the, the other one was um, that that about the power of God. That always hooked my jaw with with the Lord. The power of God. And uh, when I saw that, I thought, Oh my goodness! I just couldn't believe it. And that that word became alive in me, and it changed my life forever. And it, these were little thought conditioners by Norman Vincent Peale. So when it says that, that, that the word, the ages can be changed by a rhema, that word became rhema to me that I could ask and believe for something from a living God. I didn't know that. I had been in a denominational church and I did not know that. And so <clears throat> I, I remember uh, shortly after that discovering how the Bible meant what it said that God's word meant what it said. And so um, that, that really changed my life forever. So then we went to Proverbs 18, 20 through 22. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. That means his spirit shall be filled up by the fruit of his mouth. And with the increase of his lips, he shall be filled. And death and life are in the power of the tongue. This is uh, Proverbs 18, 20 through 22. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, are the hand of the tongue. Mm -hmm. And the, uh, when it says power, um, it, it, it also translates hand. And when Joshua took his sword, his word of God, mm -hmm. and put it in his hand, his tongue, uh, that's what we do today. We put the word on our, in our mouth, and that's taking our sword in our hand and fighting battles with it. Amen. So death and life were in the hand of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. And then we also added, Chesley, whoso findeth a wife findeth a good thing and <laughs> obtains favor from the Lord. Yeah. So um, 
that we have to throw that one in there. The, the, the <laughs> scripture on the wife follows death and life or in the power of the tongue. And that, that's not a mistake, ladies. We have to really be careful mm-hmm. with what we say. Amen. Amen. Then we got to, uh, I'm just repeating a few of these things that we ended up with last time. Mm-hmm. Proverbs 18, 23, that says, the poor uses entreaties, but the rich answers roughly. And we discussed how a poor man begs and pleads out of a religious mindset mm-hmm. that he that he doesn't deserve it, that he has to beg and plead about it. Yeah. But a rich man is someone who understands his covenant Amen. and understands uh, that, that God's word is true and uses it like a sword. And so um, the poor man uses entreaties, he begs and pleads, but a rich man understands his covenant and he stands boldly. He goes boldly before the Lord and asks and believes for what he he needs. I uh, thought of something this morning. He said, you ask, you receive, and you release. A-R-R. Arr. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Uh, A-R-R. You ask, rele- receive, and release. Amen. And you release that word, and the things come to pass. Amen. Amen. I- I'll tell you, when I was a younger, younger and raising three, we were raising three kids, and mm-hmm. I was lost in darkness and the, these things just came alive to me. They brought such hope, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, but then that'll bring us down to Habakkuk. We're, we're going over scriptures. A lot of them are in the Proverbs, but this one's in Habakkuk. This is the hiding place of his power. And uh, power was a word that always struck me. It struck me and, and um, it hooked my jaw, if you will, because I wanted to, to have some power in my life. Yeah. And um, so th- that's why I always, when, when I saw that word, I was always caught by it. But in Habakkuk 3, verses 3 through 5, it says, God came from Taman and the Holy One from Mount Paran, Selah, means pause and think about that. <laughs> his glory covered the heavens and the earth was full of his praise. And his brightness was as the light. He had horns. Bright beams out of his, his side, mm. coming out of his hand. There's the power of the tongue right there. Mm. So he had horns, bright beams. The horns in the Old Testament always um, it meant power. The power, like the horns of the altar, it was the power of God. He had horns, he had power, bright beams coming out of his side and coming out of his hand. There was the hiding place, it says, of his power. And before him, this is interesting, went pestilence and burning coals went forth at his feet. Wow. And, uh, you know, I, I think that somewhere in the Proverbs, I think it says that when you bring your enemy before the Lord, uh, he'll pour coals of burning fire upon his head. Basically, bringing your enemy is, we, we like to say, I'd like to dump some coals of fire on my enemy's head. But it really means you're bringing him to the feet of Jesus and the mercies of God. Wow. That's the burning coals. <laughs> the love of God is the burning coals. But um, just to know that it says that his brightness was as the light. He had horns, which is in parentheses, bright beams out of his side, coming out of his hand. And there was a hiding place of his power. The word hand there is the power of his tongue. That's the hiding place of God's power. You need power in your life. You need the power of God to move in your life. Speak his word yes. and stay faithful Amen. to it. And that's the hard part. 
staying faithful to it. Yes, it's when your emotions are screaming and um, you're worried about something and things are, don't look like they're going right. Mm -hmm. It's hard to stay faithful to the word, but do it. Uh, the Holy Ghost helps us. Amen. The Holy Ghost helped us. So the word power there is his strength and his boldness. There was the hiding place of his strength, his boldness, his might, his material, physical, and personal, social, or political. That power strikes every area of our life. Wow. That's the hiding place of his power in the power of, his to of our tongues. Mm. Amen. We have to learn how to translate Old Testament into uh, and and natural things into the spiritual understanding that we have today. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. I mean, what does it mean that, okay, Joshua picked up his sword and fought a battle. Well, how do I do that? Do I pick up a sword and go out and fight a battle? <laughs> no, but my sword is the Bible yes. and my, uh, my hand to hold it is my tongue. Amen. Thank so you when much. we keep the word of God in our mouth, um, it's powerful. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So why don't you read for us from Galatians? We're going to move on to Galatians chapter four. Um, actually, uh, when you read all the verses, this verse, Chesley, is what kind of it was the early days of me learning the role of the woman. Mm. Because we play an important part, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Take good care of your ladies in your life because <laughs> we play a very important part of bringing the spirit, spirit world into being. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yeah. That just kind of struck me just to be um, for us moms that are raising young girls into yes, yes. powerful women of God, how important it is to impart this into them and to, um, you know, so that they don't see it just as what what we're doing, but to make it their own and to clean right. up for themselves and to know God for themselves and to to recognize the power of God's word for themselves so that they can use that power. Um, Amen. And, and, and you know, I don't, I don't want to get off on this, but in today's world with all that's going on in the political realm and whatnot, mm -hmm. women, we are so out of pocket. Yeah. I'm sorry, ladies, but we are out of pocket for what we were originally created to do. And I'm not saying that you can't be presidents and senators and all that, sure. but there's a primary anointing woman made in the image of God. Mm -hmm. And until that's fulfilled, the rest of it means nothing. Mm -hmm. So I know a good book about that. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But let's go on. Sure. Well, before I read that, that scripture, I was just going to say hello to, we have uh, Leanna, watching Hi, live Hi, Leanna. Online. We missed Hi, you, girl. Leanna. I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> and also Raja. So we're glad you're here. Thank you. Mm -hmm. That's Pete's friend, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Amen. So, Hallelujah. Uh, let's look at Galatians 4, uh, verses 1 through 4. It says, Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, differeth nothing from a servant, though he be lord of all but is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the father. Even so, when we were children, we were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his son made of a woman made under the law. 
See, that's the one that struck me was when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son made of a woman made under the law. And I thought, ooh, we're just about at the fullness of time Mm -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. I mean, in the Old Testament talks about the cup of sin filling up. Mm -hmm. Well, I would say the cup of sin is filling up. And so we're coming into a fullness of time. And that's when God uh, uh, sent forth his son. And literally, if you if you bring that out, literally, it says sent forth his son who made himself of a woman. Mm. The the voice that it's in Mm -hmm. made himself of a woman. It always amazes me. Jesus made everything. He made the tree that made the wood that built the cross that he hung on and died for our sins. He made himself of a woman. He yes. born himself of a woman. Amen. The word made sometimes is translated born. He born himself of a, of a woman mm-hmm. and uh, in the fullness of time. So it made me aware that, that women, the sensitivity in a woman is going to be, and that's why it's so important that she gets to a place where she can be sensitive to the things of God. Mm-hmm. We, we play a major role in a lot of what's going on, just as the men do. Each one of us, we're made in the image of God, male and female, made he, it made, we were created in the image of God. Mm-hmm. So um, it takes the two of us to give the whole picture of God, but each one of us has our primary anointings of fill, fulfilling that part of who God is. Amen. Amen. So uh, at any rate, we'll back up here. It says that, now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, and you know, like I said, I'm an investigative reporter, so I wanted to understand what that really meant. Well, the word child, this surprised me. The word child means not speaking. Mm-hmm. Now here we're talking about the power of words mm-hmm. and, and all, all the things that we've been talking about, the power that's in our mouth, the power of words. And that's the hidden place of his power is in the hand of the tongue. And so a child is someone in, from heaven's point of view, we're children when we're not speaking God's word. Mm. And that quickened me and reminded me of back in, in Genesis 2, where it said God rested from his work. Mm-hmm. And his work was uh, he sent his word out as a deputy. He deputized his word and sent it out like a messenger all through chapter one of Genesis. And so when he, uh, he deputized his word and sent it out. And, um, that's when he, uh, and when he rested from that work. So that, that's what our job is. We, and we've discussed this before about mm-hmm. how it's our occupation to speak the word of God. Amen. It's our job. It's our calling in life. That's why he's got us here. He needs a man and the earth because God turned the earth over to man. Mm -hmm. And he needs a man in the earth, a man meaning a human being, male and female. Mm -hmm. He needs a person in the earth to speak his word. And when that happens, the Holy Spirit goes to bring it into manifestation. Amen. If we could just get that in our knower. Yes. (laughs) And really get practiced in that. Yeah. Well, that just made me think... um, when we're believing for something or yeah. we're trying to get through something that, you know, a child being not speaking, basically not using the tools, tools. that yeah. we have. Right. It just made me think to ask the Lord sometimes, am I acting like a child in this? Because <laughs> when you have children, you give them, you give them certain responsibilities, you give them certain privileges and things as they mature. Mature. So, right. Maybe we need to be asking ourselves in some areas, 
am I acting like a child <laughs> or am I, you know, am I using my, am I speaking the word, you know, and, and God is so good. He, he'll answer that. If we go to him with that, like, what should I be asking? What should I be speaking? Lord, show me what scriptures to use so that I'm. Or forgive me, Lord, that I blew yes. it. Yes. When you, when you <laughs> blow it and just say, <clears throat> I remember one, one day I, at a time in my life, I was believing God for healing and, and, and allergies and things like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, <clears throat> I was in a sneezing spell and I was going into my closet. And um, as I walked in the door, I was, hachu, hachu, hachu. And you know, that makes That's you so really fun. tired. Yeah. It really makes you tired yeah. when you sneeze for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. So um, as I was entering, I was, Right where I, I know, right where I was, as I was entering the closet, I was sneezing and sneezing. I said, I am never going to get well. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Busted. And the Lord said, out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth just spoke. Wow. Oh, Jesus. So I got my healing scriptures. I got back on the bed and I started reading them to myself again. Yes. And so when we blow it, yeah. admit it. Yeah. I mean, you, you, I, sometimes I laugh and they say, I need to take a flesh break here. Amen. But... You're and not going to so always patient. have it just perfect. He is. He's so patient with us. He's so good to us. He's so merciful. He doesn't expect perfection, but but striving per for perfection in him. He pleases him. Is pleasing to him because Amen. that's faith. That's right. And it's impossible to please him. And <clears throat> he sees us like little babes, toddlers learning yeah. to walk, you know. <laughs> so we were learning this walk of faith and we're getting better at it. Yes. And... Um, but th this is the way it's done. Amen. You put the word to work in your Amen. behalf. Amen. <laughs> it's a sharp, double-edged sword wanting to work in your behalf. Mm -hmm. So in, in addition to that, uh, go back to Galatians 4. Mm -hmm. The heir, as long as he is a child, as long as he's not speaking, he differs nothing from a, as from a servant. Mm -hmm. Though he's Lord of everything, yeah. as long as he's not speaking... Wow. He's he di he's no different than a servant who's under bondage, but he's under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the father. Even so, we, when we were children, mm -hmm. were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of time came, God sent forth his son made of a woman made under the law. Mm -hmm. So um, another some other scriptures that back this up where this word for child is used is in first Corinthians three one. Mm -hmm. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, this is the Apostle Paul speaking, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. Mm -hmm. I have fed you with milk and not with meat, but here, for here, here, hitherto you were not able to bear it, neither yet now are you able. For you are yet carnal, for whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions, are you not carnal and walk as men? So when we're babes, we, I mean, if you're not speaking the word, you're speaking something. Right. And so it's got to be of your natural man, mm -hmm. which is going to involve envying and strife and divisions, wow. a carnality. Wow. We're releasing our carnality instead of releasing the power of God, mm -hmm. you know, and, and we have a choice. He yes, said, I set do. before you this day, life in prosperity, death in adversity, choose life. Amen. And so we do have a choice. Amen. God is a pro-choice God <laughs> as far as choosing righteousness over right, unrighteousness. Right, right. <laughs> the next one uh, is in Ephesians 
4, mm -hmm. 14, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie and wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into, into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. So we henceforth be no more like children tossed to and fro, mm -hmm. carried about by every wind of doctrine. Uh, d did you ever consider that when you're not speaking the word, when you're not established in the word, when you're not uh, holding on to that word and speaking it with your mouth. Mm -hmm. I heard a man say once many years ago that you're going to follow after the words that you speak. Wow. We're going to follow up. We're going to walk after the words mm -hmm. that we speak. And they kind of lay the, the It's like a train track being laid out. In fact, when we're in intercessory prayer, that's what we uh, say a lot of times. We're praying out a we're, we're uh, what did I? A train was, track. <laughs> well, we're laying out a train track. Yeah. And and then the, when the train comes in, it can. It's kind of like um, in Isaiah 40, mm -hmm. uh, the 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 voice of one crying in the wilderness, here uh, and talking about uh, preparing the way of the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, pulling down the high things, raising up the low things, making a straight path. For the glory of the Lord to be made manifest and all flesh can see it. Mm. And that's uh, that's what we're doing when you're speaking the word over situations mm -hmm. and and uh, putting putting the word to work. You're letting it work. Mm -hmm. Let light be, he said in the beginning. We're letting the word work by letting it come out of our mouth. Mm -hmm. That's the completion of the works. Mm -hmm. So um then the, the next one is in Hebrews 5, 13, where this word is used of a child. And it's, uh, I'll start with verse 12, actually. Hebrews 5, 12. For when the time you, you ought to be teachers, for when, the, for when for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one uh, teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. So he's going to relate that being a babe or a child mm -hmm. to having milk, being a milk drinker and not a meat eater. Mm -hmm. For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness. Mm. Righteousness is a powerful thing. Yeah. That, you know, every, <laughs> all these words... One word from God can change your life forever. Amen. These words are eternal, full of power. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I'm about to preach myself happy here. <laughs> Everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But strong meat belongs to them that are of full age. Mm -hmm. Even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So unskillful there is inexperienced, ignorant, or not, it says through the idea of piercing, uh, not piercing onto the other side. You know, there's a, a full age, uh, we get our word perfect from that, and it has to do with uh, continuing to the end of something. Mm -hmm. uh, faith without works is dead. You can have faith, but if you don't put it to work, right. It's not going to produce anything. We have a part to play. It's barren, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's what perfect means. It doesn't mean... Yeah. When, you, when you think, oh, perfect. 
we get perfect things around here. <laughs> <laughs> when you think of the word perfect, you think everything has to be just exactly right. But in in the in the New Testament, there, perfect it means it's it comes to its finished. It sets out for a definite point or goal mm -hmm. and gets there. And that's wow. what unskillful means. You didn't get there. Mm -hmm. And so without the word of God in our mouth, we won't get to the finished end. That is the truth. Amen. <laughs> yes, amen. I also just for a second wanted to say hello to a couple more people that have joined us. We have Emma online with us. Hey, Emma. Hey, Emma. And we have Miss Emily. Miss Emily Pigeon is uh, with us. My granddaughter. Yes. And also Emery. So we have Emma, Emery. Emily, and Emery. <laughs> the M's. <laughs> We're glad the E's. Here. The E-M's. Ooh, E-M. E that spells yes. mother in Hebrew. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> You know, I didn't I didn't realize we were going to get this far, but we're we, we're moving we, along today. <laughs> we are, we're moving right along. Uh, we may just tap into this quickly mm -hmm. and then we'll pick it up here next week. Okay. So it'll give you something to come back for. Okay. Because this is a powerful, powerful scripture. And it's in and when it comes to the power of the tongue, it's sort of can you believe that? Wow. Some of these things are mind-blowing, boggling, not blowing, boggling. Yes. Some of these things are mind-boggling, but um, that's why we're going to have to live forever and we're going to have to have new bodies. We can't contain all of this. It's so yes. good. It's like death by chocolate. It's rich. It's rich, 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 <laughs> and, and we can't contain it. And so, I don't know, our God is just so big. Yes, He is. And, and you know what's beautiful about it? Is he's he's showing us the way he does things. Mm -hmm. He doesn't keep he does, he doesn't keep it a big secret to himself <laughs> yeah. and said, "Well, I can do that, but you could never do that." No, yeah. he came to show us his ways. Yes. Trouble Lord. is, so so many times people don't want his ways; they right. just want his acts, his miracles, mm -hmm. but they don't really want to know him and know his ways. Amen. And so that's what we're we're tapping into his ways. Time so, to grow up. Amen. We're trying to grow <laughs> so many times, you know, no, never mind. That's personal. Okay. This is James chapter three and we'll just, we'll just read through the scripture and then we'll leave it there and pick it up next week and dissect it a little bit. How about that? Awesome. Sounds good. Be good. You want to read that or sure. you want me to? James one through six, through six? Okay. three, one in through the, six, uh, James, the, three. James three. Oh, yeah. Okay. In the Amplified? Uh, just read it in the King James. Okay. It says, My brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man, and able also to bridle the whole body. Behold, we put bits in the horses' mouths, that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Behold also the ships which they, which though they be so great and are driven of fierce winds, yet they are turned about with a small helm, whithersoever the governor list, listeth. That's a list. <laughs> Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasteth great things. Behold how great a matter a little fire kindleth. Six. And <laughs> the tongue is a fire, 
a world of iniquity. So is the tongue amongst our members that it defileth the whole body and setteth on fire the course of nature. And it is set on, the, on fire of hell. Sila. Let's pause and think about that. Amen. Amen. Wow. So we're going to pick up there next week. It's just for the the tongue is the only world that Satan has against us. Mm. So uh, we're going to pray for you right now. Mm. And we'll just let's just all all repent to the father Mm -hmm. for any time we've spoken outside of his his word. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, Lord, we just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for sharing yourself with us like this. We appreciate that. We are so glad. We ask for your grace to abound to us now that that what we are learning, that we will be uh, practiced in. And wherever we've spoken outside of your word, Lord, we ask you to forgive us. We give you permission to quicken us when that's happening and we can correct it right away. Because we know we're learning new new practices here. We're ne- learning new habits here. So uh, thank you for that, Lord. We praise you and thank you for it. And we do repent wherever we've spoken outside of your word. And Lord, I just speak a blessing now on everyone that's listening, either right now or in the future. Everyone that's listening, we release the blessing of the Lord upon you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And Actually, I want to break off of you any words that have been spoken against you, any words that have been spoken against you through the years, any uh, uh, prognosticating someone's done and spoken over you, evil words that are outside of the will of God in the name of Jesus and by the power of the blood of the Lamb. We break that off of you right now in Jesus' name and we release the blessing on you to straighten out what's crooked and light up what's dark for your life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Thank you for being with us today. We'll be back next next week. week. We love y'all. Bless you. (laughs)